0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Trapped Greens. I'm your host, and my bottom is brown and medium-sized. I'm Philip Amrine, joined by a very white ass over there. That'd be <laughs> David Hoffman.
1: I'm get I'm getting whiter by the day over here. here yes, in yes, it's Northern a- Europe.
0: Yeah, in the Netherlands, you probably even if you wanted to, t- to tan those sesame seed buns, you uh, yeah, no, you, it you would wouldn't be get impossible.
1: A lot of... There's no, there's yeah,
0: a, there's no sun to be had.
1: No, truly not. I um,
0: can you can you tan yourself with like a like a light bulb? Is that possible?
1: No, and well, I mean a UV light bulb maybe, but maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, the the uh, the the bronzy bronzy guy who you knew in LA is a. Uh, He's, almost, He's long gone. almost
0: completely lost. Yes, the brownest thing about you these days is your beard.
1: Right. <laughs> I, I guess, guess so. All right. Let's, 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 so, let's yes. get to
0: it. Let's... let's uh, all right. This week, we are reviewing, having watched Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Hmm. Of course, Viola Davis... Would you say that she stars is or more is more of a supporting character? Oh, 100% a supporting character.
1: This is this okay. is this is Chadwick Boseman coming at you guys from beyond the grave, blessing us with one last masterful Jewel. performance. Yeah, but I would definitely say it's, Viola Davis is a secondary secondary character.
0: Yeah. Viola Davis coming strong at Glenn Close for that supporting character. Uh, Best Supporting Actress nomination and uh, Chadwick Boseman. What else is there left to be said? Just his final performance and uh, what a what a I mean what a way to end things on.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a we've we you know we've been talking about the Oscars a lot over the last several weeks. Obviously, it's been a couple of weeks since we we've done one of these, but yeah, I think Chadwick Boseman has a he's got a good chance of winning a a a posthumous. Oscar on this. I would say I would say that Glenn Close is I would say she has a pretty <laughs> hefty... she
0: very Glenn Close.
1: <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think it's very Glenn Close. I think I think she's she's got a Glenn sizable lead. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> I think I really I I would be disappointed if Glenn Close I mean obviously Viola Davis is amazing, but I I would be disappointed if Glenn Close lost. To anybody that I've seen so far, but uh, Chadwick right. Boseman is definitely one of the best 2020 performances that I've seen. And big news: I actually just uh, found out a few weeks ago that I we haven't discussed on the podcast. It was it's been news to me oh. since we recorded our last podcast. Is that the eligibility window for the 2020 Oscars, 2021 Oscar ceremony, has been extended all the way to the end of February of 2021. Which I think is strange, but they've postponed the the ceremony until April, and anything released up until the end of next month is also going to be eligible for for the Oscars.
0: Wow, that is yeah. that is news. That is not breaking anymore, but it is big. No, news. it's not. I, I I think this this was announced a while back. But if if
1: you're like me and you you miss things, then uh, then newsflash.
0: Right, and and we also know that. This could also open up the the gauge. We've seen a couple movies have been postponed. uh, Oh, yeah. Whether they be blockbusters or dramatic flicks have been postponed in light of eligibility, in light of audience, of course. But this could also possibly give the cushion necessary for a few late uh, selections to be be added to the list of contenders for this year's eligible um, films. For the yeah. Academy Awards, um, and that's as good of places to start as any with the Academy Awards for next year. I, uh, Chadwick Bozeman I, I I realize it's just it's a cast overview and it's first build and Viola Davis gets first build, but Chadwick Bozeman truly does lead this this entire film from you know beginning to end. Uh, it it's it's his film, his show, almost his story. And everybody else is just playing a part in it. And uh, man, uh, it, it takes a little while to get into. it. I, I think the. Uh, do you want to? Do, do you? I'll I'll let you decide, David. Do you want to start with the, the script, or do you want to start with the acting performances? Uh, let's let's start. Let's let's
1: leave acting. We always like to leave acting for last, don't we? Sure. Sure. Yeah. All right.
0: So th- so the script yeah sure outside of the beginning opening montage of, of whatever what was what setting the scene of setting the mood of the film outside of that this very much felt a la fences this very much felt like a a, a stage adaptation onto film and there's what, nothing wrong with that it, well it
1: was it, it is a so it's yes a, I so you were getting there I, I take it
0: yeah, yeah. So, and and it is. Uh, it, like I said, we're like with Fences or something, it, it feels like it. And that's just a flavor. That's It's just like anything else. It's just a genre. Maybe, you know, while well, well, animated might be a style or a flavor for certain films to accurately portray what they're doing, this one felt to me to be a little bit of a reach to be a film. But, a, but boy, am I sure glad that it did. Uh, it it does feel a bit stagey at times. Uh, the fact that we're in for the majority of the film one location, one place at any given time really does lend itself to that feel. And then some sometimes the the uh, ubiquitous monologues they 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 sometimes they drag a little a little a little bit of a slow drag. Character pun there, uh, but hey, you know what? in the end it certainly lends itself to an entertaining story all in all told and boy when it hits the the, the drama it pulls no punches and yeah I, I wonder yeah go ahead david so i i
1: think it is incredibly stagey and that's obviously because it, it it's based on a august wilson play and and it, you know before i realized that that it was uh it wasn't an august wilson play that i'd ever read before or seen but even like even in the first twenty minutes, I, I was thinking to myself, "Oh, this really feels like like your typical August Wilson play," and and it was obviously staged kind of like a play. The dialogue was very play like, and overall, the entire movie felt like watching a play, which I like. I appreciate that, and it was done really well. I thought the 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 staging kind of, it lent itself well to that sort of feel um but but at the same time it's like a movie's a movie and a play's a play sometimes you want a little bit more out of a movie and this doesn't offer that um obviously it offers a million other things that that sort of make up for that but but you know i feel like this this was better suited to being in a small theater like an intimate small theater i would have loved to have seen this done in that way um On the other hand, it is amazing that that Chadwick Boseman's performance is immortalized in film. So there's a bit of a give and take. I overall, you know, I I like the cinematography that, you know, that sort of makes it feel like you're right in there with it. And I would have liked maybe a little bit if they're going to, you know, go so hard on the play vibe, then why not do a few more wider full body shots, see the way the characters move and interact together where, where instead that it was very sort of close and intimate and like a lot of tight shots and uh, which which is nice but and you have to mix some of that in there with film but but maybe a little bit more of the the, the wider picture would have been nice if you are gonna lean heavily into this sort of play play on film you know kind of um, uh, hybrid.
0: Yeah. It, it well. Man, I, it just it yearns. like The entire film, I, again, I, I don't know what you came into it with. Uh, I came in it with little to no background or history or expectations, really, um, other than knowing that this was Chadwick Boseman's final film. That that was pretty much all right. I knew going into it. I think I even had heard rumblings or murmurs of Viola Davis garnering some intrigue and interest in her performance in this piece. Uh about halfway through. if that, you just really got this sense of of that it really felt pieced off of a play and that some of it um it's hard to really quantify because really I think it showed most through the dialogue actually. Uh the dialogue yeah, no was I, was gr- tremendous. I agree with that. Yeah, it was tremendous for a lot of for a lot of the the film's runtime. Only a few times did it feel to really kind of build, and uh, there might have been a time where uh, Chadwick Boseman's character Levy, just while he's telling a story, it just didn't feel like that would be a normal allowance in a film that's more quick-paced and more uh, what have you. But mm. man, if if uh, but even in spite of that, it it still tells an interesting story with a couple of. Uh, it really tells this story of 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 uh that that's still feels timeless in a in a sad way, I suppose, and beyond that as relevant uh as ever and uh and is really a story about shifting of power i felt and and that's what I most enjoyed about this story is that in in the beginning, I think we come upon this realization of. Or, or not realization, but this, uh, this uh, knowledge, that Ma Rainey's character, Viola Davis's character, is almost, almost washed up, or feeling nonsensical, or being irrational, and by the end of the film, and uh, and whereas Chadwick Boseman's character has got it all mapped out, has got a an entire entire plan in place, feels more buttoned up by every form of the definition, and by the end, the two characters are completely flipped on their head through the circumstances of the film. Mm. And we find out that Viola Davis's character, Ma Rainey is just absolutely in control of her environment, her surroundings and her, her band while Chadwick Boseman has lost it all, has lost it all. And, and is completely powerless in his own position or to rise above his own station. And it, yeah. it, it, it's a tremendous form of, of, tremendous form of storytelling.
1: Yeah, I, I I think you really you hit the nail on the head with the when you mentioned it's sort of like a there's a power it's, I guess I would say it's it's like there's a lot of power dynamic, power shifts throughout the throughout the, the movie throughout the the play slash movie and um, and the way that that um you, you see you kind of see Ma Rainey in that typical, I'm a star, power drunk position, and she gets what she wants, and, and, and you, Levy sort of wants, sort of sees himself on that same level, you know, um, but then it's all about perception as well, perception from other characters, um, how they perceive Levy versus Ma Rainey, and, and, yeah, it's it's very it's incredibly well written uh, well well written I haven't read the play I don't know how different the movie is from the play but the dialogue is I think probably quite true to the because it still feels like a play right so uh, but I I, I I would still say that the um, the screenplay is well adapted um, as well so yeah. overall the writing fantastic um, and turning that strong... into a film
0: it's done well it's done very well Pretty strong characters uh, that are developed in front of us, too. Uh, they did a wonderful job. I think that the, the the biggest well-developed character was, of course, Ma Rainey, and showcasing her emotions to make a sympathetic yet unlikable character. Mm. That's very hard to do. Usually the unlikable characters in a show, in a film, in any artistic form are uninteresting or or they're unlikable, and they don't have any weight to them. They just serve a purpose, one singular purpose. This this felt like a very detailed, in-depth character, but yet, at the same time, at the base of this character, you're not supposed to wholly like this person. Maybe you do by the end of it, maybe you respect the character more, what have you, But by, but at least for the majority of the film, Ma Rainey is an unlikable character, and it's, it says a lot about the writing and, and the, the strength of the writing as the backbone of this film, that she remains unlikable through the majority of this film, yet still has so much I'll say, to her character.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I'll say that Levy as a character is also in many ways fundamentally unlikable. Um, he's, he's unempathetic. He's cocky. Um, self-important, uh, disrespectful, completely disrespectful to his, his fellow band members and such. And, and I think that's the point is that these two dueling main characters are for many reasons, so unlikable. I mean, you you do you do relate to to each one of them in different ways. But the only really likable characters are are the secondary sort of the or the tertiary characters, the band members, the, yeah. band, members. the band members, or yeah. the studio manager. Well, I don't know. At least manager. the one, maybe maybe no, one of yeah, them maybe not okay. up, but Yeah, <laughs> but, but that's kind of what the what a lot of a lot of if not all August Wilson plays. Sort of highlight is is this just stark difference in where people stand in society based on the color of their skin you know and that's that's what this movie's all it like it that's where it takes us to uh at the end of the film um but each character is is represents something you know what i mean like each character represents something much greater and um yeah overall like i don't i don't want to keep going on and on the point is, I guess that the the characters are amazing, and I, I've said many times on this podcast, uh, great stories, great scripts are, are character based, and that's what this was. I, I, Chadwick Bozeman's character is so rich, and like, the, and his performance is just so raw and amazing, um, and uh, they care char- It's character based. The dialogue is amazing, and the the way that it's put onto screen. The the costumes are, are nothing. Nothing spectacular, but 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 very true and very uh, authentic. The scene, the 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 scenery, the the set dressing, great. Like re, you really get the, that feel for that that nineteen what was it nineteen twenties? Um, Is that right? Twenties, thirties, somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, early. it was like nineteen twenty nine, I think. And that, that that like recording studio in in nineteen twenty nine, so different from. Yeah, nineteen twenties. Yeah, nineteen. I think yeah. There you go. So like everything sort of comes together really nicely. Um, The one thing I I really didn't like was those wide shots of of um, in a movie. At least I didn't like those wide shots of Chicago. You know, like when they show the street. Wasn't a huge fan of that. Kind of looked weird.
0: I get what they were going for. It kind of seemed almost it was like almost like a, like a backdrop, like Great Gatsby, you know, like like not the not yeah the the book, but like the most recent reincarnation as of the time of this recording. Yes, was Leonardo I, DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire, where it was almost a modernized, a modernized, timey timed uh, setting, you, you know. Yeah. No, I, I. I.
1: It has that same sort of. Color palette, that same sort of yeah. vibe, yeah. But I mean, it kind of. I think they were going for like a backdrop, like a screen behind a stage, as you know, like in a play. Which I, I can see why they might might have wanted to go for that, but I I didn't like it on screen. It looked, uh, uh, in a film, it looked kind of cheap. It looked, it looked weird. I I wasn't a big fan of that. But otherwise, the visuals were pretty good. Um, you did mention it. it you. That it were sort of in one location, which kind of felt a little stagnant, um, a little unmoving, which is weird when you're watching a
0: film. But, uh, yeah, overall, yeah, well, if, we're, if we're moving on to visuals and, and other cinematic uh, nuggets that we might have, I think for me, one of the more images that will play whenever I think back and remember this film is the actual the process on how they recorded the record mm. was was quite nice because and and the audio editing along with it made it absolutely clear that you're in a studio you're hearing it differently than it being out there live cuz it, it was two different feels to it while they're out there having fun actually singing the song they're out there uh, alive and the band's going and and everything's uh, happening and then we we burrow back into the studio and he's got to take out this, this record and he's got to put it on its track and it's, and it's encapsulating and recording everything on this record player. And they went through each painstaking process that it did take. And, and Mm -hmm. it, it added, I, I almost want to say stakes to the process of why it mattered so much that it, how how do I it added stakes to why it mattered so much when she was forcing them to restart before they even began actually singing with just her I believe cousin with the stutter going that I feel like in a in a play setting that's just like you're supposed to have that as an underlying understanding as a as an audience member where you're like oh well yeah that probably cost a lot of money to do so but here there were actual, grounds for for stakes where you just you realized oh my god so he not only like in order to even begin this whereas where we now currently can just press a button and we're recording Uh, maybe there's more processes to it whenever you're talking top of the line equipment but for this to just even get it recorded on a record player you had to bust out a new record you had to manually pump something in you had to raise it up you had to yeah they were like yeah you had, there was like one cord that was right? chewed out absolutely so so the whole process just added to the fact that when they had to restart each time obviously each record cost them what like a dollar or five dollars whatever they were saying it was in its current time and that it was expensive but my god like i, I add into that the manual labor that each one was caught co- it really added to the power written into the character of Ma Rainey, where she had so much influence that at any point in time she could leave. And they were now already that much more invested monetarily into yeah. this process. It, it yeah, was, for sure. It was great writing that I just truly appreciated to have a part of the film.
1: Yeah, and, it, it kind of... V- nice visual. Kind of makes it more, more tense, more, more stressful. You know, puts you right there with them, like that anxiety... Um, yeah I'm with you there um that being that all being said i I also really want to talk about the soundtrack because you get a lot of you get a lot of Ma Rainey's music in there and that's really awesome I, I was not familiar with her as an artist um but you also just just in general you get like a really bluesy soundtrack and it's it's awesome I'm a big, I'm I used to listen to the blues every now and then. Not so much recently, but it, it, it really solidifies the vibe, and I sort of fell in love with that. That was one of my favorite points in, in the movie, probably second only to the acting. Thoughts?
0: No, I, I mean, especially when you saw you were juxtaposed with what the actual sound of, of what the, the music was at the end of the film, which was quite nice. Once you had that to really base everything off of at the end of the film, uh, it, it was quite a nice reinterpretation of it. I, I'd, mm. I don't know, and uh, this feels like something I, I, I should have looked up beforehand, but uh, I wanted to find out if Viola Davis herself was actually somewhat singing at least parts. I, I could tell that there were...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I think
0: I, about that. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't look. surprise me. Yeah, I I'm curious. Um but even if she didn't she does sing apparently in one instance. Um but she sang for just one song while the rest of the vocals were provided by another artist. Um mm-hmm. and when she's singing uh those dog these dogs of mine, you know, to to her love interest, uh yeah. she's she, that's actually her singing and that kind of did feel oh, different okay. than than what was going on the rest of the of the film, but yeah, I I uh, I loved the new interpretation of it. it. It felt like a respectful remastering of it, and mm-hmm. so uh, it, I I loved. I just I truly did enjoy everything about it, and it felt like a truthful interpretation of of the blues and and everything that's uh, that the film was. Going for and and what it required out of a, out of a film that could have fallen flat had the vocals and the music not been up to par with what was happening in terms of drama and acting.
1: Yes, de- definitely it was it was crucial and it definitely hit hit home, for sure. So,
0: are we are we gonna talk about the acting now? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do. Um, so. I feel like no matter what it is, it's almost like uh, in sports they call it a Heisman moment, where there's um, or in uh, in 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 NBA or NCAA basketball, college basketball, they call it their their one shining moment where it's uh, where there's a defining moment that makes or breaks your award uh, uh, route, your march, your your journey onto uh, your penultimate triumph. And in this film, when leave Levy alone about the white man, uh, yeah. Chadwick Boseman's performance in that monologue, that just that had all the makings and feel of Chadwick Boseman earning his at least his Oscar nomination. I would be I would be an outrage if he doesn't get a nomination. It, but yeah,
1: and and he will almost certainly. I, I, I can't imagine him missing out on, on at least a nomination and very very arguably a win here because also like i one of the most impressive things about that you know you can yeah the emotion is raw and it's amazing and the, some really beautiful moments but but the skill involved in especially in that in that first, the, sort of the first act there's that long basement scene mm-hmm. where 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 Chadwick Boseman's character Levy's kind of talking about how oh yeah I'm going on my own like um, he's talking about his music he's gonna have his own band and there's there's a, a several long shots where there's no cuts and now theater actors do that on a daily basis yes sure yeah but doing it on stage is different than doing it for a camera in a room like it, it's not easy the skills involved there are are you know it's it's difficult to do a scene and to map out a scene and and do it all all that all those minutes in one take, you know, I don't know how long the shots were, but there were some decently long shots and if you watch most films, you get cuts every couple seconds. Like it's it, there's a lot of cutting and it that allows actors to make mistakes. And if you're doing a, a one long shot that lasts a minute, 2 minutes, 3 minutes then or even more than that, I, I, I don't know, I didn't time them. But that makes it a lot harder, and, and you can't make mistakes at that point. So it's really impressive, especially from Chadwick Boseman, but also from the other actors. So, so well done. And on top of that, obviously, then you have those really incredible acting moments from, from Chadwick Boseman that, that are sure to win, win him at least a nomination.
0: Yeah, at least a nomination, and I, I, you also consider the journey that Chadwick Boseman takes within that monologue, versus or not versus coupled with his journey in the film. Mm-hmm. It's it's not only believable and written well. Obviously, it helps when it's written well, but it is written mm-hmm. quite quite well, and he sells every moment of it. You, there's never a time that you're not gripped or invested in what what Chadwick Boseman or his characters doing. He's always seemingly at the height of the scene, demanding to be, to be noted at the very least, even when he's in the background, just playing a trumpet, which actually does note or merit being talked about each and every person in the, in the band actually learned at least the basics of how to play their, their, Instrument, which is worth something to be said. It's it's noteworthy. It's it's uh, impressive, and uh, which to me, I I don't know how many how long it would take you, but it would take me quite a while to learn how to play the freaking trumpet, man. That's just yeah, uh, probably quite a while. Yeah, yeah. So it's just uh, the acting. It's it's certainly led and anchored by the top two performances by Viola Davis and Chadwick Boseman. You know mm-hmm. where where we start with Chadwick Boseman beaming about his new shoes, living life in each and every moment, to to the utter depths of despair that he finds himself in by the end of the film, to even the resounding message that just rings true like a a recording on a record player, of of at the end Viola Davis' his character was right had the right mindset and demanded her power be respected, if not mm-hmm. acknowledged consistently because left to their own devices, these people will take advantage of you just as, just as much. And that's the only thing that they respect. And, yeah. uh, and, it, and it, it could not be a more clear message, but still not beating you or spoon fed it to you by just having a character say it out loud. It was, it was shown unapologetically and I I mean, it had one of the best endings to a film I've seen in, in in quite some time. Yeah,
1: it was it was quite a like a satisfying as a film watcher. Not satisfying, obviously, for what it was. It was sure. kind of trad like deeply tragic in a, in a much on a much larger scale than than the movie. It's what the movie's about itself. Both but, in, but, but it, very but like when the ending happens and you just go
0: ah yeah, yeah of course both in terms you know, of uh, emotional climax as well as resolution there was there was a a, a lot of resolution whether or not you liked it is, is different but mm-hmm. there was a tremendous amount of resolution for yeah. pretty much all the characters uh, I want to say I want to say just in contrast
1: contrasting Chadwick Boseman with Viola Davis here. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a big difference in obviously yes Ch- I think Chadwick Boseman is without a doubt the leading uh, actor yeah and and Viola Davis's character Ma Rainey is probably a supporting character if you really look at it I think that there's a big difference in, in the in the the acting though as well because Viola Davis's character Ma Rainey is definitely it's it's just a, a hint more of a charactery performance. Yeah, it, there's not as much real drama like there is, but not as much as as Chadwick Boseman had to work with, you know, and it, there's a little bit more of like I'm she's playing a a character here, you know, um, someone who was who a real life person, Ma Rainey, you know, so it's it's a very different. And, and I think that's a big part of why I'm not convinced that that Viola Davis will, will win an Oscar. You know, I'm, I think she'll probably she'll get, an, a, well, a, keep she'll get a nomination. But keep,
0: keep in mind who she's you know jockeying for a position on that with for like Glenn Close. Both actresses yeah, took yeah, a yeah. tremendous step out of their normal respectable work and and yeah. even respectable seems and in somewhat. It could insulting. also
1: be, it could also be that 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 Ma Rainey is seen as uh, a leading character. It's possible. It's possible. Um, I, don't,
0: I don't know what that it, that field seems a little less defined. Uh, yeah, right it's, now? it's
1: sometimes it's hard to draw the line because she's certainly the leading female, so she's the leading actress in the film. But is she is the character actually a leading character? It's kind of on the borderline. And uh, Glenn Close is sort of I think more definitively a supporting actress, right? So I don't know. Well, th- that's all sort of technical yeah, yeah. That, that stuff, also might we'll, be. We'll get to once the nominations are released in in March sometime. We'll we'll talk about that, you sure, know, Sure, sure. Uh, it's a little pointless to, to sort of right. nitpick to... about the details now. Uh,
0: but yeah, uh, when we talk about acting, I, uh, the other performances seem to, to uh, note worth being uh, talked about. I thought that while he played something of a, of a stereotypical performance, it was, it was still respectable with, uh, in respects to Jeremy Shamos as playing Irvin, the, the the culpable and mm-hmm. accommodating white person. <laughs> uh, and uh, even the other members of the bland, Coleman Domingo playing Cutler and of course, Glenn Turman playing Toledo, what a what a performance that that was, and completely viable in in the sense of as a character, uh, relatable and uh, a little bit out there, but you still felt that even though he was playing that old, kooky guy you you still you still appreciated his performance yeah i i I preferred
1: uh he was probably the least noteworthy Mm. performance in the film for me um but that that being said uh, i mean that's that's nothing really because they were all all very good um it's it's interesting in in most of august wilson's plays there's there's like either one maybe two white characters and they're either um very much a Irvin Jeremy Shamos is Irvin or their um, the other guy, who is like sort of more, more of an evil kind of character. Yeah. And CD. this in this in this yeah. in this uh, in this movie slash play you get both, which is kind of fun. If you if you do ha- if you have seen any of his other plays or read any of his other plays, you kind of get both of those types of characters. Uh, yeah. I don't know overall um lots of good acting
0: yeah yeah honestly if you're a person who really appreciates and responds well to strong acting this is the film Mm. for you uh there's also i mean there's great writing to be had there as well no doubt about it but honestly it's just a showcase of of acting talent and and again you can't ask for more from a, a a stage adaptation for film than this one um I think I, I do you have any last resounding notes that you want to get to before we, we... Well,
1: I read, I read a, a review that a friend of mine had had written about this film, and there's one thing that he noted that you don't see th- there's obviously a lot of call in Hollywood for more more films, more material for people of color. And this this movie is definitely one of the many movies that's answering that call. It's interesting though, is that like it, it begs the question: w- Would you see adaptations of a play like this for white actors? You probably wouldn't. They it probably wouldn't isn't happen. It, at, isn't, least, isn't at least, at least not such a prominent film. Isn't so that Memphis? It, it, I I didn't
0: see Memphis. You didn't see Memphis? Uh, no. It tells. But, but, yeah, yeah. Well, never mind. Well, go ahead. I was just gonna say it, it. Tell it's a Broadway. It's of course the Broadway recent Tony winner for Best Musical, and uh, and it and it tells the plighter story of a of a of a white DJ who falls in love with the black music of his of his time and and mm. wants to play it on the radio and and live in Memphis and everything and uh, and it incorporates you know the inclusion of the the community that he in, uh, tries to evoke. So I mean there is. That, and that's somewhat in the mainstream of, of uh, those, those who are on the Broadway scene.
1: Yeah, I, I, my, my point is, is though, um, where if you're trying to create more material for, for people of color, it, does it, is, is, it, is this not a, an indication that there maybe is a, a lack of creativity, a lack of a will to write new? fresh things rather than recycling old things and and this is a trend throughout hollywood i mean there's all these studios are just regurgitating old ideas rather than writing new scripts you know they they make remakes or reboots or or sequels and it's it gets frustrating and in this case like i thought this movie was great and there's i don't think there's a a damn thing wrong with it wrong with this this film having been made but you know when you compare it to a movie like moonlight which was a lot more a lot more ground not groundbreaking per se but it was it was it was more forward thinking you know and so I would like to see more of more things like my my friend who wrote the review said this and I agree with him it it would be nice to see more things that that are that are being written now for people of color and diverse castes rather than than like let's find some old plays that are that are about black people that we can turn into a movie you know and again no, there's nothing wrong with that but it, it doesn't it seems like there's a lot of things like this like fences being another one rather than than a, a, an abundance of new movies. do you know what I mean
0: I I do understand what you're saying but I, I think it's a it's a double-edged sword one on on the one hand when you have that discussion, I think that there are instances that I can go to you about, and even right now, I think the big release of this week is uh, God. It's with uh, Hillary Swank. What is? Uh, let me let me look. Hillary Swank, hot or not hot? Yeah, I know.
1: Oh, fatal. There's an an office office reference for yes. you listeners.
0: Yes, it is. It truly is uh, something, but Hil- uh, it's called Fatal, and it uh, and it mm. it, uh, it it has an incorporation now in all... Is it frank... a
1: film noir or?
0: Yeah, yeah, it actually is. It's um, a guy. Oh. A guy cheats on his wife, and uh, and he mm. uh, watches perfect life uh, officially, like, or slowly disappear when the woman. You know, he. I don't know. It's it's it doesn't look that. Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah, I it's, got you. it's it's been done before, but it it has mm-hmm. Hillary Swank, and of course it has Michael Ely, and and a very much a an inclusive cast, uh, but. Well, wow. yeah yeah but it doesn't look that good and so but my but <laughs> <laughs> my my point being is that i think that while we can call for more we can call for more we can always call and demand for more inclusivity and we can always say let's do more and hold ourselves accountable whenever there are opportunities that we could have taken to do more let's freaking do it i also don't I, I, I think we need to allow ourselves to be like, okay, well, hey, this is this is a film that maybe if it were um, Anna Kendricks and uh, freaking I don't know, Bruce Willis. I, I'm just throwing out two names here. But it was two white people in the film. Maybe it would be doing more. So like if it, if there's films like that out, let's normalize even the bad films and not be like, well, it just doesn't look interesting for whatever reason mm. you might have. Let's just like... Maybe at some point let's just normalize it to be like, oh, it's it's a fine film. I don't know. I, I I there's there's a whole. I think if we all recognize and acknowledge that there's a problem, that's step one. Once we get past yeah, that, yeah, of
1: course, and that's that's being done, you know.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, and I think that that's I think that we're all trying to at least finalize and move past step one. But uh, once we do get past that, then let's let's then let's normalize and let's let's make sure that we're all desensitized towards you know oh wow uh this is this is weird that black panther is the first marvel uh, like a first superhero film like let's get past that and be like oh my gosh you know another black panther film like i can't wait for that to be to be a thing because then we'll have fully hit the thing where it's like where you know normal people are probably like oh another marvel film everybody's excited for a black panther film and if we ever get to a point where it's like okay Wow, another, I don't know, another She-Hulk film or whatever. That's exciting to me to have that be to where if we as... Okay, yeah, no, I, I take your point.
1: Yeah. It so, was just a thought that that, that I shared with uh, it, with a friend of mine. Yeah,
0: and it's worth it. It's all, all, all These things are always worth the discussion and time that it needs to, to, to be had. Uh, it's always worth it, and it's always worth the time. So I applaud right. you, and I thank you for bringing that up. Let's do it. Let's get to our... Let's... Yeah. Right. Final... Final... Final recommendation thoughts. Again, we get to... Uh, who would I, I... I think let's go beyond of would you recommend this because, yes, I would recommend people to watch this. But, of course, it's a specific film. So, let's let's craft, if we shall, the person who I would mm. recommend this to. I would recommend this to the person that is an aspiring actor or a person yeah. who... A per, you know who it is? The person that goes to watch stage plays or musicals on their uh, by choice. Not because they're dragged yeah, to by their wife. That, that's exactly what I was going to say. The person that is that goes to watch stage plays by choice, and there's no way that person does not at least enjoy this film. I don't know if they'll love it, yeah. like we do, but they will enjoy this film. That's the person that I say yeah. I would I highly recommend to watch.
1: To me, any anyone who's ever enjoyed... Uh, enjoy to play, or, or at least I know that enjoys really tremendous acting. I would recommend this film. Yeah,
0: too. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think we agree. So there we go. Uh, there's there's some people that fall out of that category and some people yeah, who, are, who are in it. So there we go. All right. Uh, there we go. So for David Hoffman, you guys
1: maybe know where to find me. I'm on Instagram at David Hoffman underscore actor and don't forget to double the F and double the N in
0: Hoffman. You know where to find that boy. He's on the gram. And my name Tonight. is... Good night. He's, he's, uh, I'm Philip Amorite. Thank you so much for listening to this. And don't forget,
1: you know what to do.
0: You do know what to do. And uh, remember, guys, one, uh, two, uh, you know what to do to listen to us on Spotify. <laughs>